Welcome to the World Podcast about horses and horsemanship. I'm John Hare. And I'm Renee Hare. And on today's show, we're going to do a little city review. <laughs> we usually talk about horses and horsemanship, but we had the opportunity to travel to Nashville a couple of weeks ago. And? We're going to talk about that's it. That's right. <laughs> and more importantly, it's a little scary. We don't have a script, so uh, it's a little <laughs> bit nerve-wracking not to, not to try to talk off script. But we wanted to tell you about Nashville because it was such a great city to visit and there's a lot of great things. We're not going to get to everything by any stretch of the imagination, but we we got to spend five days there and we wanted to let you know about some of the exciting things going on in Nashville. It is the home of country music and country music is cowboy music. Cowboy music, western music. John told everybody that Bakersfield was Nashville West and nobody really seemed to think that was... (laughs) They weren't too impressed. I wonder if maybe a, a couple of places have claimed to be Nashville West. Maybe they have, yeah. We ended up going to Nashville because a member of my family was getting married there. So it was a great opportunity to combine fun with with a family visit. The niece of mine was getting married at the Hermitage Hotel, which in and of itself is a pretty iconic hotel there in Nashville. It's beautiful. It's very old and has been there since the late 1800s. But the wedding wasn't until Saturday. We arrived Wednesday, so that gave us a lot of time to sort of scout around. We had booked a, an Airbnb that was a little bit far from town, but we had heard that Nashville is a great Uber and Lyft town, so we decided we were going to use the ride-sharing services to get around town. And boy, that was a fun decision to make in Nashville because everybody who drives or almost everybody who drives, is in the recording business. They're either a a musician... Well, they might not be in the business, but they want want to be in the business. (laughs) They're either a musician or a songwriter or... A singer. On our first Lyft ride, we were picked up by Bob Tyler. And Bob's been in Nashville for some time. Oh, it's 13, 14 years? Yeah. And a very friendly fellow and was really great as far as steering us around town on what to do and where to do it. Just He's one of those guys that you immediately you click with. And uh, he's very friendly and, and outgoing. And we got in late after traveling all day and we wanted to try some Tennessee barbecue. He recommended that we go to... Edley's Barbecue, and um, that was a really great choice. We had a nice nice dinner. It was still only about 5 o'clock or so there, so we were able to have a nice dinner and then still have time to cruise around the area a little bit. We had woken up at 4 o'clock Pacific time, and now it was about 7 o'clock in the evening, but we wanted to, to get some music, and we were on the east side of Nashville, and one of the places Bob recommended was the Five Spot. And the Five Spot was really cool. You walk in and there's there was one band just finishing up. And then 20 minutes later, another band was on. The, the town itself is just nonstop music. So it was a really fun evening. What was kind of fun about the East Nashville places for music was that that's really where a lot of the people play their original songs. Right. If you go downtown, you're going to get a lot of covers of other songs 
people maybe showing off their playing ability, I guess? Well, and I think more tourists perhaps downtown that want to hear familiar songs. Right. Where the folks out in East Nashville just want to hear good music, and a lot of the original songs get to get played out there. So yeah. it was a very fun time. Uh, Bob had met, had recommended that we we have to make it to the Country Music Hall of Fame, which was a gigantic place. I mean, I couldn't believe how expansive that was. It was three floors of country music exhibits, and just it was just wide and high and big. Everything was big. <laughs> we spent a couple of hours there, and then took a tour to Studio B, which is where. Elvis used to record his music. Yeah, a lot of folks recorded there, and it was it was a pretty fun tour. It was an RCA studio that somebody else bought, and then they gifted it to the Country Music Hall of Fame. So they got to do their tours there. And, right. I, and I think people still record there, don't they? I do, yes, yeah. they do, yeah, yeah, because he said sometimes there are people recording. Right, there. right. But he played a lot of the great songs that had been recorded there. The piano that Elvis used was still there. Mm-hmm. Elvis had tried to buy that piano several times, but the the recording studio wouldn't sell it mm-hmm. to him. And then the, the other funny part was is that you walk they, they let us into the recording area itself. And it was really fun. You got to experience what it felt like to sit in the studio and it had these really colored lights. And it was an interesting story. Elvis, depending on the style of music that he was recording, for ballads he would use one color. For rock songs, he'd use another color. And for his Christmas album, he had, I think, the blue. <laughs> or red and green. Well, I mean, he only used one color at a time. Oh. Okay. <laughs> this is a married people <laughs> conversation. We were both on the same tour, but neither one of us uh, will agree that the other one is right. It's pretty funny. And then we went back to the uh, to the Hall of Fame, and we... we Walk through another whole floor. Mm-hmm. Yes. We were there yeah. quite a bit downtown. Oh, in their actual Hall of Fame where they had a plaque for every member of the Country Music Hall of Fame. So that was kind of fun to walk around and look at all the names. And then, um, was, which is really cool about uh, downtown Nashville, is that you can walk around uh, the downtown area uh, fairly easily. And we walked into a place called Tootsie's, which has a upstairs balcony. And, and is a very famous downtown Nashville honky-tonk. It's this area of honky-tonks. It's pretty fun. And there, again, there's somebody playing, even though it's uh, 2 in the afternoon. And they'll start the music. We understand that they start the music around 10 a.m. sometimes in some places. And they just, every couple hours, they change out bands. And these guys just play one right after another. They go all day. I'd hate to be the person in charge of scheduling that. <laughs> I thought about that a couple of times. Because those bands were just coming and going all day long. And, and they were all good. Yeah, they were all good. And, you know, Malcolm Gladwell talks about uh, 10,000 hours before you can be really good at something. And you know that these guys, they got their 10,000 hours. They were out there playing every day. As a matter of fact, one uh, artist that we saw playing at Tootsie's on... On Thursday, we later saw on Monday playing at... At Puckett's, that was, a, a, a barbecue place. That was Braden Baugh, and at Puckett's he was playing acoustic guitar, and at Tootsie's I think he was playing more electrical music. And in a band, yeah. 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 It's very cool. 
So, but Tootsie's was very fun because we sat on the upper deck outside, had our shared our sandwich, and watched all this activity down in the street. The Predators were in the um, Stanley Cup Finals for the first time ever, their hockey team. I didn't even know Nashville had a hockey team, but it was very electric. They were putting up a stage for a free concert that um, Alan Jackson was doing. Was going to do in a day or so, and it, it was just hopping. And you could barely walk through the streets. It was the third game of the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, Predators were down 2 nothing, and, and that was probably the one thing that made the music stop was during the Predator game, <laughs> a lot of the places... Uh, they just turned up the TVs. <laughs> exactly. And we had, been, we had spent most of the, the time downtown, so it was getting kind of late, and we were looking for a place for dinner. Mm-hmm. We called Bob back up, and uh, we, he took us back to the east side, where we got to eat at, uh, get this, Rudy's <laughs> Seafood and Sausage. Now, I don't know how you come up with a combination of seafood and sausage, but it was pretty darn good. We can say they did the seafood really well. That's right. <laughs> and we, they do a great pie. <laughs> we had the salmon, which was excellent. Mm-hmm. And Matt, who is the manager, his wife makes the pies at home. And Renee wanted a pecan pie, so we asked about that. Right? I asked if you had a pecan pie, and he, and he said, did not. No, but I've got a chocolate peanut butter pie. And we thought that sounded pretty dandy. We brought one of those <laughs> over, and we didn't want to leave the place. <laughs> it was really good. It's worth going to Rudy's just for the pie, by all means. <laughs> Which we, later in the week, we did go <laughs> just for the pie. <laughs> Right, so after that great dinner with the great dessert, we called Lyft again, but we had tickets for the Ryman Auditorium that evening for a show with the Gatlin Brothers and Ricky Skaggs. Which was very cool to sit in the old Ryman Theater and just hear the acoustics of that place. It was... uh... It had been originally built as a church. It is now known as the Mother Church of Country Music. It was a great concert. Larry Gatlin was just funny as heck, cracking jokes. Oh, he was hilarious. Uh, Ricky Skaggs was good, and they brought out three or four other artists that were all very excellent. And then after the the show's over, we took the tour of the Ryman, and you got to go backstage. All the artists had left. Um, I guess they heard we were coming. (laughs) But you got to go into all of the dressing rooms. Each and and every dressing room. Yeah, it was really fun, and um, got some stories of things that had happened in the past. Get to look out the windows and see what their views are. are. And we walked out on stage. And we got to walk out on stage. Yeah. Not, not very far. They didn't let us out. They had it roped off like a maybe they were afraid, <laughs> observation point. Maybe they were afraid we'd break out in song. Maybe. Oh, he invited anybody to sing. Oh, that's true. He nobody did. did. No one did. <laughs> and then before going back home, we went, uh, we went back down to Broadway and Forth, which is where all the craziness from the the Predator game was going on. Which was very close to Ryman. I mean, everything's pretty centrally located there. There's live music at almost every single bar, and the bars are right next door to each other. Tell everybody how many bars are in Nashville. There are (laughs) 17,000 bars in Nashville. We probably got to six. Yeah, we tried. (laughs) And if there's not live music, there's karaoke. <laughs> Which was a hoot after everybody's been drinking all night. 
Yeah, so we went by one of the karaoke places and just sat and had a beer and watched everybody get up on stage mm -hmm. and sing. And some of them were pretty good. Some of them were. That was at Wannabe's. And some were good. And it's a city full of people that want to be singers, so you would think there would be a pretty good selection. And just, you know, because we're talking about music and we had such a great time, particularly with our Lyft driver, Bob Tyler, we found out later uh, in the week that Bob was a songwriter and he had written some songs. So I'm going to play one of them for you now. This is uh, one of the songs that Bob played for us in his car that he wrote. He played all the instruments on. As a matter of fact, he guessed, what did he say? He guessed he was the lead mandolin player now or that he was the mandolin player? I guess so, yes. <laughs> but here's, here's Bob Tyler singing his song on the Low Podcast. One, two. I just got a pink French poodle Man, that dog can use his noodle He's good at catching balls He's great at chasing sticks but the thing that I like best of all is we have no conflicts So I think I'm gonna keep them Despite those fleas and ticks A new dog doing old tricks Last night I went out to hear a brand new band Cause I heard that he played better than slow hands I heard the same old words and the same old licks But the thing that he did best of all was mesmerize the chicks I went and bought his CD cause it'll fit in my blues mix New dog doing old tricks Every dog has his day and I'm sure that day is coming I'm not the kind to sit and stay, I'll be up and running Until it's time to pass the torch and watch them from the porch New dogs doing old tricks And turn on my TV I see a copy of the way it used to be The hipster generation Looks like 1976 And they're throwing stuff against the wall Until something sticks But I gotta give them credit Cause they studied all of our antics New dogs Doing old tricks Dog has his day and I'm sure that day is coming I'm not the kind to sit and stay I'll be up and running Until it's time to pass the torch And watch them from the porch New dogs doing old tricks 
Yeah, someday I'm gonna pass the torch and watch them from the porch. New dogs doing old tricks. New dogs doing old tricks. Hey, look, new dogs, and they're doing old tricks. Yeah, but that doobie old So that was a pretty cool song, Renee. Yes, it was. It was. It was fun riding around with with Bob and uh, all the Lyft drivers. It was fun hearing some of the the stories that they they told. They were all personable and interesting and helpful, so I thought that was nice. On uh, Friday, we headed over to the Opryland Hotel, which is this huge, gigantic complex. Oh, my word. It is... Quite something. Even though they had an app with a map, we continued to get <laughs> lost there because it's this indoor gardens. But it was very cool to walk. Oh, it was very there. pretty and green and huge and nice. Yeah, we were meeting mom and Vicky, my mom and sister, for lunch there. Managed to find them. Yeah. <laughs> so had had a real nice lunch. There's very little, nice service. There's a little place there called American Cafe, mm-hmm. and. They treated mom really, really great. Yes, mom. They were all very impressed that she was 92 and walking around Opryland. <laughs> we always get g- really good service when we have mom around. She's, yeah. she's our good luck charm. <laughs> and then it was all off to the Hermitage Hotel where the Friday night reception was. This was the rehearsal reception. And it was on the top floor in the presidential suite. Pretty swank. Very dates. lovely. And out of the, uh, the, they had a sitting room area, and the window looked right out onto the Capitol building. Yes, quite and a nice view. It was a spectacular view. And they had great eats and drinks, too. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it was. It was nice. And then after that one, we spent about an hour there and headed down to Printer's Alley. And this is a kind of an old part of Nashville that there were a lot of newspapers there and printing shops. And it kind of got a little dilapidated, and they started putting in Blues Club to, to bring a blues presence to the, maybe to counteract the country music presence? I'm not sure on that. Although I think in that part of the country, the blues is probably just there, seeped in on the edges. <laughs> and But it almost sounded like that printer's alley was more the blues area. Right, right. And we, we stopped to buy, uh, it's called Bourbon Street Blues and Boogie Club, and, <laughs> and uh, we got to watch two bands, Dr. Yes, who had a lead guitarist, Matt Cummings. I thought he was a really cool guitar player, played some really nice licks, had some good mm-hmm. songs. And then again, I can't really impress upon you the, the caliber that these guys play. There was a, another band, the Stacy Mishart Band, hope I'm pronouncing that right, Stacy. That was just fantastic. They, he had the place jumping. This is a, a two-story little dive. And I was going to just say, it's not a big place. You're close to these guys. And, um, yeah, we were sitting 10 feet from the stage. The sound wasn't overpowering. There was a little dance floor in between <laughs> us and the band. And it was incredible the amount of people that were, that. well, I think the you probably danced because there were, otherwise you were just standing in the aisles of places. 
Well, and the music just made you want to dance sometimes. And uh, and I talked to Stacy. Uh, asked him if I could play a song on the podcast. So um, very good. I'm going to play one nice. right now. You get some music. We're going to try and get him to come to uh, Bakersfield. Yeah, you play with can World Records. Twist his arm. Maybe. <laughs> this song is called "I Drink Whiskey." Sound a little, sound a little something like this. 
Jack Daniels and Jim Beam and his cousin Evan Williams. Man, we gonna get Uncle George Dipple and go up to old granddad's house up by Diamond Creek. We gonna go ahead dip into the Woodford Reserve and man, we, we might as well pick up old man Barton too. What the hell? Bring him and go do us a little wild turkey hunting. <laughs> you know what else? Hey, look, it wouldn't be right if we didn't invite the neighbor, our neighbor Jose. It ain't no party unless Jose's in the house. <laughs> Lord, I drink whiskey. Yeah, man, come on, y'all. Let's all have a little whiskey. Ooh, Ooh that tastes good. That was a pretty cool song. That's oh. Stacy Mitchart. That, that is very cool. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you can find all this stuff at stacymitchart.com. I'll have all that stuff in the show notes and uh, get some of his music. It's really cool. It's, uh, Saturday was pretty much kind of a quiet day for us. We went and did a little bit of shopping. We pretty much just kicked around and, and didn't do a whole lot. We had lunch at a place called Burger Up. Because we heard that was right, really good. and that was very good. Um, the wedding was that day, so we knew we had to, like, clean up. And be on time. <laughs> be and on time. Now was the fourth game of the Stanley Cup playoffs with the Predators playing the uh, Penguins. The Hermitage is right downtown, not that far from Bridgestone Arena, S- Arena, which is where the Predators play, and they had all the streets blocked off. So everyone's telling us that. It's going to take twice as long to get there. and Traffic's going to be terrible. And it's going to be a mess. We called Bob. Mm-hmm. And Bob said, no worries, I'll no, get you there. No problem. And he did his uh, magic, got us there well within the, mm-hmm. the time frame we needed, and then left. <laughs> he got out of that he mess. Got out of town. <laughs> and it was a great wedding. We had a lot of fun there. It was. It was a beautiful wedding. The Hermitage is a beautiful place to have a wedding. The Predators won that game. Oh, so downtown was beside itself. Yes. 50,000 people there or something yeah. like that. It was incredible. It was. Uh, we tried to stay away. We heard that uh, somebody needed to walk a couple of blocks and it took them 45 minutes. So we were kind of on the outskirts. Moved more to the outskirts, and we discovered that when there's a lot of people and very few Lyft or Uber drivers, that they'll triple those prices that they they charge you. So we went into a hotel bar, had a glass of wine, waited for traffic to calm down, and the prices came down, which kind of paid for the wine. That's right. (laughs) Win-win. Yeah, win-win. That's what you call win-win. And then on Sunday, we went to um, the... Farmer's Market. Oh, it was a fun day. We just kicked around town. Well, oh, we went down oh. to the Capitol. <laughs> those those Nashville thunderstorms that we hadn't had a single one. 
And then the day we got the lift ride to the Capitol. She let us off. And, and then it came <laughs> down. It poured. So we, we huddled under a bridge. And then we called a, a guy to give us a ride for four blocks to get some breakfast. Because <laughs> we're sissies. Yeah. We do. It we're was Californians. Really coming down hard. We're Californians. We'll melt <laughs> if we get wet. And then it kind of dried up. It did, yes. So we walked over to the Capitol and saw the, uh, the war memorial part of that. The Capitol was closed, I think. I the know. building itself was not open, yeah. And from the Capitol, which sits on a hill, you, we could see something down below. Looked on our Google Maps, and it turned out that was a farmer's market. A so great big one. It was about, it was probably about a half mile, three quarters of a mm-hmm. mile away. Not so a bad walk. We like walking. We did that. Wish we'd had our horses with us, but <laughs> we walked, perused the uh, farmer's market, which right. was... Right. We found some ginger, and um, we, we could have gotten a lot more things, but we... Don't have any room in our carry-on. Couldn't take it home, Yeah. <laughs> And then we, uh, we, from there, we walked to another place called the Frist Museum, which was pretty cool. It was, it was an art museum. Kind of walked through there, absorbed a little bit of culture. Right. They call it a vis- what was it? visual arts museum. Yes. Very modern, interesting things. As our, as our nice reception gentleman told us, some of it you'll get and some of it you might not get. <laughs> He was right. <laughs> we got some of it. We got some of it. Didn't get others. <laughs> oh, then we wanted to, uh, since it was Sunday afternoon, we were, found ourselves close to Printer's Alley again, and we wanted to see who might be playing at uh, Bourbon Street Blues. Sure enough, there was another band playing, a very good band. Another good band, yeah. And I don't remember their name. as three fellas, and they were excellent. Yeah. We got to enjoy one of the uh, local Tennessee beers. That, mm-hmm. uh, we tried many of those, too. Probably not not as many as they make, but... We, we did our best. We did our best, that's right. <laughs> we wanted to share some time with uh, Bob. We wanted to thank him for getting us around town, so we invited him to, uh, to our favorite spot, which was back at Rudy's <laughs> Seafood and Sausage for some... Pie! <laughs> And son of a gun, they were out of the chocolate peanut butter pie. So we had to settle for the chocolate chess pie. I'm not sure what the name means, but it too is outstanding. We think it was just fantastic. And it went really well with a red wine. And we couldn't have gone wrong with any of their pies, I don't think. No, mm-mm, they were pretty good. So that's our trip to Nashville. If you ever get an opportunity to go, we hope you take advantage of it. There's a lot of fun places. You'll enjoy yourself. If you love music, it's a great place to uh, to hear music. and Music and food and beer. You can't go wrong. No, you cannot. <laughs> and if you're a hockey fan, maybe. Maybe you could take in a game. That's right. <laughs> oh, and they have the Titan Stadium there, too. That's right. All sorts of things to do. So that'll do it for this show. Thanks for uh, listening and sharing our trip with Nat- to Nashville with us. We'll have links to all the places that we mentioned in the show notes. And special thanks to uh, Bob Tyler and Stacy Michart for allowing me to play their music on the podcast. And stay in touch. Woe Podcast is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to the Woe Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, and you'll never miss an episode. And we're slowly building up our Patreon page. We hope you'll check it out. 
That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and it's forward slash John Hare. You can find a Patreon button at wopodcast.com, which will take you there. And we'd like you to, of course, support the show and help us continue on our adventures and bring you some more great programming. And if you want to join our mailing list, you can do that. John will send you a, a tip on how to improve your horsemanship in five easy steps. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't put, you put a little bit of pressure on me there, babe. We'll give you news about what's going on with the Woe Podcast, and we'll send you a tip from time to time. That's so right. Sign up for our mailing list at wopodcast.com. Thanks again for listening to the show and sharing our podcast about horses and horsemanship with your friends. As we go out today, I'm going to play you another song by Bob Tyler. Until next time, have a beer and go have some fun with your horses. Bye-bye, everybody. I am what I am. I live how I live. I'm a little bit stubborn, but I bend what I give. I eat when I'm hungry, I work when I'm hired I'm a little bit chunky, that's how I was wired It's easy to know me, I don't bullshit or scam I live how I live, I am what I am I am what I am, I'm not what I eat When I sit too long, I stick to the seat I don't pay attention And I don't take credit for something I say after I've read it. I stick with gourmet. I never touch spam. I'm not what I eat. I am what I am. And you are what you are. You ain't what you ain't. You might be bizarre. You might need restraint. It doesn't matter to me. What's in your memoirs? I am what I am. You are what you are. I am what I am. I'm not what I'm not. I'm happy to have everything that I've got. Some fell in my lap. A lot disappeared. I never kept track. I just persevered. I'm pretty damn simple. I don't have a plan You can say that I'm fickle I am what I am And you are what you are You ain't what you ain't You might be bizarre You might need restraint It doesn't matter to me What's in your memoir I am what I am You are what you are I used to find love in every town Now all the girls call me that silly old clown Can't blame me for trying, after all I'm a man 
I'm not what I'm not. I am what I am. I'm not what I'm not. I am what I am. I'm not what I'm not. I am what I am. That's right, baby.